It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens, the official podcast of the Atlanta Braves. I'm Ricky Mast, Atlanta Braves Digital Media Content Manager. We're excited to have you with us for brand new season of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. My co-host, Greg McMichael, well, he's down in Florida at Fantasy Camp this week. Actually, for the next two weeks, you hear us talk often on Behind the Braves about Braves Fantasy Camp. Well, Greg is off to Florida and is going to be down there for a couple weeks doing that. I'm actually going to join him later this week, and we'll be doing a show from Northport that'll come out next week. So we're looking forward to that. But in the meantime, while he's preoccupied or busy with fantasy camp, I thought that uh, could be a fun opportunity to have one of our famous fans of the Atlanta Braves, and that's NASCAR driver Austin Dillon. He and his brother Ty are both huge Braves fans. You, If you follow them on social media, you you probably know that. I mean, pictures from when they were kids, pictures from recently, or they're tweeting about the Braves. I mean, whatever. They are they are legitimately huge Braves fans. So wanted to have Austin on to talk about his Braves fandom and uh, some of his experiences with the Braves, both as a kid and also now as a, as a NASCAR driver and some stuff he's done with us here at Truist Park. So really fun conversation with Austin. And so let's get right into it. Here he is, Austin Dillon. Well, hey, Austin, thanks so much for joining me here on Behind the Braves. Really appreciate your time. Uh, I've got a lot of questions for you. I know you're a, a diehard Braves fan. I've seen, I don't know, I don't remember if it was you or your brother that that posted this picture a couple of years ago on social media, but it's a picture of you two as kids at the ballpark, I think having met Chipper Jones. I mean, have you you really are a lifelong Braves fan. Is that right? Yes, sir. I'm um, very fortunate that um, at a young age, my grandfather took me to Braves games. And I think it kind of goes back to their relationship with Ned Yost and some of the guys in the clubhouse with Dale Earnhardt, my grandfather. Um, I know in the memorabilia room that my grandfather has, he has some cool mem- Braves memorabilia up there. And the first game we went to, um, we actually uh, were walking into the stadium and my brother and I, little kids, and ran into Hank Aaron. And I don't think Hank signs many, many balls or anything so we actually had two balls signed by hank aaron and that kind of hooked us from from that point on and yeah chipper jones would come to the races one of the cool early moments of my life i was always at the racetrack so um i got to take uh chipper around uh at the daytona 500 and kind of be his tour guide as like a little 12 year old 14 year old kid running around that was that was pretty awesome was he was who was your favorite player growing up was it chipper so chipper definitely was you know the real tree relationship there with hunting and outdoors i love hunting and fishing and chipper is one of my guys but i was a second baseman so rafael for call uh, he played shortstop mostly but rafael for call watching him sling the, the ball across the diamond man he, he just had a cannon i thought it was so cool for little guy to be packing a big punch yeah i agree with you there he did he was i mean he Man, he, he definitely had a cannon on him for sure. I, I've also read that you're a, are you a card collector, baseball card collector? Yeah, I got into baseball cards again. You know, as a kid, I, I obviously collected me and my brother. And then my brother called me kind of during COVID and was like, man, I'm getting into card collecting. I'm like, really? And uh, he got me hooked. So I started buying a bunch of cards and had to back down. It, it's a it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I uh, got back into it pretty good. Okay, so do you have a favorite Braves card in there? Um, yeah, you know, um, 
well, I'd say my most expensive. I got I got a couple Freddie rookie cards right now, uh, but uh, you know, Acuna. I have an auto from Acuna, and it's his like he's in a spring training uniform. Uh, that was that's cool. And I've collected his year quite a bit. Him and Otani. So uh, definitely uh, got a lot of Ronald Acuna. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Records, though. What's that? Can't wait to jump on uh, some of those Michael Harris rookie cards. Yeah, no doubt. And he's going to be here for for a long time. That's a good thing, especially if you're a Braves fan now. You're a collector or just a Braves fan in general. I mean, the majority of this team is going to be here for a long time. I mean, the rest of this decade. So if you're a collector, you become fans of guys that are going to be here for a long time. And Michael Harris is definitely a, he's a good one. Well, speaking of starting them young, I, I know that looking through your social media, I know that uh, your son, Ace, I mean, you started him out right. You posted a picture a, a couple years ago. I don't even know. He couldn't have been a year old, I don't think. Maybe like a few yeah. months old. You had him in the full decked out in the full Braves gear, didn't you? Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Schiller, Derek Schiller, sent me some good gear and got it on Ace right away. So it locked him in as a Braves fan. And you know, uh, Derek's been awesome to me. And uh, got to meet him. We took the car out and uh, took it on the diamond throughout the first pitch a couple years back, and had a good relationship with him. And I've also made a good relationship with Jim Smith, so he's uh, the baseball strategist there. And that actually relationship started this year with our PBR team. I'm general manager of the Carolina Cowboys, and he's uh, the GM of the Kansas City Outlaws. So we, we communicate quite a bit back and forth, and mostly the, the conversation starts out on what's the next move for the Braves. Okay. Well, that's really cool. Very cool. What's the name of your PBR team again? The Carolina Cowboys. So it's uh, first time in – PBR history where they started a team's franchise. Uh, we had our first inaugural season last last year and went through the draft. And uh, this, should, this will be our second year coming up. And we actually just purchased the team. We kind of managed it last year. So now we, uh, we're owning the team and, and going at it, trying to, to win a PBR team's championship. Oh, that is really cool. I, 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 you're teaching me things here. I didn't know that that was, that that was a, become a franchise sport. That is really cool. Well, you mentioned it. Which was better? Was it throwing out the first pitch or was it driving the car around the ballpark? I, and full disclosure, I would, I, I've would i worked in baseball for a lot of years now. I love baseball. I would never throw out a first pitch because I would just be nervous that I would be – I would 50 cent it or something and beca- go viral for tripping and falling and throwing it 10 feet to the left. But which was better, throwing out the first pitch or driving your car around the ballpark? Um, driving the car was pretty awesome, uh, but, you know – uh, I love throwing out the first pitch, walking up the mound. I don't mess around. I go up to the up to the mound. I don't get in front of the mound. I go off of it, just sling it. Worst case, if you throw a ball, just throw it hard, right? Like, I'm not going to one-hop it in there. If I throw it over the catcher's head, that's okay. Just sling it. Right. Uh, that's a good mentality. I like that. Uh, well, speaking of driving cars around ballparks, so this was this this will be the second year of the clash at L.A. Coliseum. I really enjoyed watching that last year. I know that's coming up next month for you guys, February fifth, uh, I believe it is. I, w- I so I, I was thinking about the history of the Coliseum, and I it dawned on me that the Dodgers, when they moved from Brooklyn to L.A. back in I believe 1958, that they played some of their home games there. And so then I went down the rabbit hole of wondering like, Hmm, they would have the the Milwaukee Braves at that time would have played there. So I went back and looked up some stats and I saw that a lot of guys, a lot of Braves hit home runs there, including, I mean, Lou Burdett, Dale Crandall, Eddie Matthews, and Hank Aaron hit a hit quite a few home runs there. Warren Spahn pitched there. 
I mean, uh, to me, what is it like to race in a place like that with so much history? First of all, just the idea that NASCAR can have an event on the same grounds where Hank Aaron once hit a home run is really freaking cool. But uh, what is what's that like to drive in a in a arena or a coliseum like that with so much history? I mean, those are stats that I didn't even know. And I mean, the history of the LA Coliseum, it just kind of, it holds its own weight, man. When you go to a place like that, get to pull inside. And like you said, it's, it's so wild that we're, we put a track together, go race on it and NASCAR. It's just, uh, that place has a rich history and we're just adding to it. I know walking down the steps into the, uh, I call it kind of like arena. It doesn't even feel like a racetrack walking through there, like a gladiator to go race was was a blast last year came up two spots short last year finished third and had a good run and hopefully we can go back this year and try and uh, take a trophy home it's a long way to go without bringing a trophy back so uh, it'd be nice if we could go do that heck yeah we'll, we'll be rooting for you let me all right so i'm gonna put you on the spot so let's let's flip this so if if the Braves said hey we want to build a, a temporary field on a race tra- at a NASCAR track and play a game there, what would be the best arena? I guess I know football has done Bristol before, but where, if you, you had your choice, where would we build, where would the Braves play a game? What track would we play a game game or two at? It's got to be big enough for, for it all to work out. So, you, you know, I, I'm thinking one of the mile and a half would be pretty cool, but it's got to be a mile and a half that has a good seating arrangement. Um, Charlotte Motor Speedway. I'm, I'm from North Carolina. I've won some races at Charlotte. Um, I feel like that would be a great show. And they had the huge big screen on the backstretch. Um, that would be awesome if they were hitting home runs. You have the big screen behind them, and you're uh, looking looking from the uh, front stretch grandstands trying to catch a home run. I think I think Charlotte would be the place. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm a little partial to – Atlanta Motor Speedway, similar, similar shape. And again, I don't want to, do, I don't even know, I don't even know that Bristol would work. And plus it's already, they've already done football there. So I'd want to do somewhere else. So I'm with you. On yeah. That. I mean, the other thing is we don't have a major league baseball team in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a North Carolina boy. Everybody gravitates to the Braves, right? All my friends are Braves fans around here. So it's time that the Braves went on the road and came and thanked all their North Carolina fans. So I, I, I'm, I'm about Charlotte Motor Speedway or, any game in North Carolina, I would come watch. Okay, I'm down for that. So I actually, in 2016, uh, July 4th weekend, we did play a game in North Carolina. Uh, yes, I believe it was for, I'm trying to remember, uh, Fort, Fort Bragg. Bragg. Fort Bragg, yep. And uh, and obviously that was all, you know, members of our, of our service members and whatnot that were there at that. But it was very, very cool to be in a different state but to still be very much in the heart of Braves country. That's how I felt going into that town. And that's, I think that's why we're lucky with the Braves is we've got this footprint of pretty much the entire Southeast where I grew up in Virginia, dire Braves fan. The Carolinas is definitely Braves country, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee. So I'm with you. And any, any chance we could ever, you know, to go do that again, to play games elsewhere in the Southeast, especially North Carolina, I'd be all, I mean, I became, this is like the merging of our worlds here. I became a Braves fan growing up in NASCAR, going to the track every weekend. And we were from Virginia, but pretty much everybody else there was from North Carolina. And this was in the 90s when the Braves were first getting really good. All of my dad's pit crew guys, everybody would come to the track the, the next day, watch, like talking about the Braves and what they did the night before. So, I mean, I think it's just a natural fit. North Carolina and Braves go hand in hand, always have. Oh, 100%. Um, I definitely would do all I could to promote it. So I think it needs to happen. We need a, we need a, we need a North Carolina game once a year. 
I love it. Okay, I love it. Well, I'm going to run that up the flagpole and see see what we can get done there. Talking about the upcoming NASCAR season, I mean, you're coming off a year. You you won at Daytona last year, made the playoffs. I mean, new teammate this year. How are you feeling about the season as we're getting close to it? Yeah, we're getting excited. I mean, uh, anytime you can bring a two-time champion into your house and, and kind of see what makes him tick and then obviously the things that he's done to be successful, trying to apply them to our shop and the, and the work ethic – uh, he's already brought a lot. So I'm excited to get to work with Kyle and, uh, he's going to push everybody to the shop and we're going to push each other and try and try and win, uh, multiple races this year and fight for a championship. That's what we want at RCR is fight for a championship and see what we can bring it to him. Right on. We'll be rooting for you. Um, are you mentioned earlier that you played second base growing up for call was your guy? Like if you had your, your dream or where you were going to play, like you're, you're going to play in the big leagues for the Atlanta Braves. I know a lot of kids, it's like center field. Me growing up, it was first base for some reason. I mean, what what is your dream position? Is it second? Yeah, I'd have to stay with second, man. It's just what's comfortable. I mean, if I was a different type of athlete, maybe. But second just makes the most sense. I was just kind of a, a grinded out player, you know, down and dirty, getting those ground balls and flipping turn. Turning two is fun. And, uh, yeah, no, that was – I think second base just fit fit me, and um, I like to catch a little bit. But man, that's just a that's a grind right there. I don't I don't envy any of the catchers uh, out there. Yeah, no, you get you get beat up a lot back there for sure. Well, yeah, I, you know, to what you said earlier about about for call and kind of being like a little guy, but he had this cannon. That that's kind of how I feel every day watching guys like Ozzy Albies, or maybe not to the same extent, but Spencer Strider is not a super tall guy. But man, oh, man, watching him on the mound is just—I mean, have you gotten to? Did you get to watch him throw much last year? Look, I watch the Braves in my bus every every game. I, I, if I'm at the track and I don't have something going on, I'm watching the Braves literally all nine innings. And my wife, you know, she goes back to the back while I watch the Braves, and she watches her show. But I mean, when the Braves are on, that's that's what I do. So, um, Ozzy's a beast. Strider with the stash. I've actually got a stash right now too. Nice. Um, but I love how Spencer puts his whole body into his pitch, man. Like, uses every bit of uh, his genetic makeup to get the ball across the plate. And it's, it's pretty cool to watch him pitch, and he's got swag. I love that. Definitely pumped that we've got some, some young stars to, to look forward to uh, on the mound. And then, you know, hopefully we get Soroka back going this year, too. Yeah, we're all very hopeful of that. I mean, I, gosh, the guy has, has worked so hard uh, and so long now to get back. So I'm I'm really hoping that uh, that this is his year. So any are there any other? I know your brother is a Braves fan, but are the you know we've we've talked to Chase Elliott before, but I feel like it's it's not just North Carolina NASCAR in general. There's are there any other guys like? Do you ever watch Braves games with anybody else in the NASCAR garage area or anything like that when you're at the track? It's mostly just me and my brother and Chase. I'll, I'll comment to Chase every now and then about how we're doing on the Braves and talk about, you know, different streaks we're on or sign a player or somebody getting hot. Uh, you know, Grissom was an awesome surprise last year. Uh, Harris, obviously, uh, kind of helped get everybody jump started for the season. So, I mean, tell me about the new catcher. Tell me about, uh, is it Murphy? Yeah, Sean Murphy. So, He's uh, it's a it's a huge pickup for us. I think this is with me personally. I think we'll still see him and Travis Darno in the lineup both most days with one DHing. I think my guess is that Murphy will catch a, a little bit more. But again, this is all my opinion. I think we're talking a top. He's a top three, easily top five pitcher uh, catcher in all of Major League Baseball. So 
I think Braves country, Braves fans should be extremely excited. Not only that we have him, but that Alex and the front office work their magic and that we're going to have him for an extended period of time uh, to go along with the rest of the group. So, yeah, that's that's some power. And and Travis has been so solid since he's come in as an offensive and defensive weapon. Um, But, I mean, I I remember watching Travis when he came in on the Mets and used to torch us as a Met. And um, it's good to bring him some help, and he'll be awesome when we can use him in the DH spot. He's just clutch. Uh, Olsen, he really came through strong this year. Another guy that Alex did a great job of getting and and putting that long-term deal on. And uh, don't – I totally believe in uh, everything that – Alex Anthropolis is down with the Braves and the moves he makes. We trust in the in, in, in the A. Yeah, absolutely. That's we say it on here every week, I feel like. And you know, it would be easy for a fan or whoever to listen to us and say, Well, you work for the team. Of course you're gonna say that. And it's like I get that, but it's like, no, we really feel that way. I mean, the trust that in this building, in this ballpark that we have in our front office led by Alex is I mean, it's off the charts. He's he's as good as it gets in the game. So wh- whatever moves he makes and his team makes, like we we believe in him. And I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? I mean, since he's been here, five straight division titles, and oh, we had a World Series parade in the midst yeah. of the two, and we're expecting we we want we want more, and we expect more. So I mean, what more can you ask for than that? Yeah, I mean the the as a GM this year and working on contracts and signing different riders for the first time, and I really respect him not only from the building a great organization but he also sets you up for years down the road gets team friendly contracts the owner definitely should be be happy when it comes to what he's been able to do and and create in the locker room you know we've had to say some goodbye to some some really you know key pieces of the Braves organizations but we filled them unbelievably quick quick and and put guys in positions to to win in the long term and the owner, uh, he, he's got to be making sure that he gets Alex signed up because he's going to be – he's wanting that big check soon. Yeah. No, I'm with you. We we hope Alex is here for for, for the long haul, and I, I certainly think he will be. I, The way you were talking there, I could tell you – I mean, I, I've, I've said on our show multiple times throughout the last five years since we've been doing this that I would make a terrible GM, but I am – because I'm just not good at negotiating, but that – nothing fascinates me more like if i could if i could be a fly on the wall in any situation it would be to be in the room of a gm while they're making moves or how they like how they go about constructing a deal i wonder for you like in you mean your family like rcr i mean this is you know your grandfather's team and everything i mean i feel like maybe am i picking up you've got interest in maybe like that kind of front office type of role at some point i mean is that it's kind of studying a guy like alex anthopoulos is that something that's in your mind or something you've done yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, I enjoyed the heck out of being a GM this year and working with the riders, had no having to go through agents, creating contracts for the first time in a sport that never really had contracts for a rider. A lot of work and effort went into that. But anytime you can watch a watch someone, it's like an architect. You know, you're building you're building something with just this all kind. There's no rules, right? Like, well, there's rules, but there's no rules on your mind on how you want to create this atmosphere that that hopefully creates a winning atmosphere. And uh, I, I love watching people build builders of uh, winning atmospheres. And he's definitely one of those guys that everybody circles right now. I feel like in the sports world that that's uh, been successful and, and putting putting groups together that win. And, you know, I, I, I try and study any of those guys that in the sports world that, that do a good job of it and figure out 
the way they try to negotiate or the way they attack certain situations. And he's one of those guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Were you going to be able to, I know the NASCAR schedule, gosh, it's like, I remember how busy it was when I was growing up. And I think you guys have added about 10 weekends to the schedule since I was oh growing up in the sport. So I don't know how, how often you'll be able to make it out to a game, but uh, can we expect to see you at some point at Truist Park this season? Yeah, I took Whitney and Ace this year. Um, we'll definitely be back when we're racing in Atlanta. It was a hot one, but it was worth it. Um, so it is a uh, win against uh, – who did we play that day? I think it was against Soto and the Nats when he was on the Nationals. And uh, it was a grind, uh, but they got it done in the ninth. Uh, Will Smith actually closed it out. So it was a fun game to watch. I was there for that one, and we'll be back, man. I love uh, – coming up and watching the Braves. Awesome, man. Well, when you're when you're here in town, we'll have to get you in here and uh, do this in person again because I think I can tell we could sit here and talk about just talk talk shop, talk baseball all day. So, uh, But for today, man, we appreciate you taking the time. And, uh, again, all the best of luck this season. I know a lot of Braves country or NASCAR folks like myself and will be uh, pulling for you all season. Thanks, man. You guys have a good one. All right, man. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our thanks again to Austin Dillon for joining us here on Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. You know, Austin Dillon, he's won the Daytona 500, and when you win the Daytona 500, they give you a big fancy ring, just like the big fancy rings we got for the 2021 World Series champion Atlanta Braves. And if you haven't already done so, you can head over to Jostens.com slash Braves and pick up a piece of merchandise inspired by the 2021 World Series ring. You've heard me talk about it before, but listen, if you haven't been there yet, you got to head over there. Jostens.com slash Braves, all kinds of cool stuff for either yourself or for the Braves fan in your life. Go check it out. Jostens.com slash Braves.